if you want access to the Discord community and our entire premium content, hit it up right now. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales or rockfin.com forward slash red pill tamales. Sas. Ready, ready? Ready, ready. Are we rolling? Ladies and gentlemen, tune in, gather around. It is going down. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We got DJ producer Big Rob in the building. Just soy un pintor. You were jamming it nonstop? All day yesterday. Bro, what drink is that? I don't know. Just some drink that I saw at GNC that uh, they had cool flavors for, and I'm a sucker for a can in flavors. You're a sucker for marketing. I am. Pa- I am. You know, you know, packaging is one of the four P's of marketing, my brother. You're the you're the guru for marketing. Don't that's, like, don't the, that's the only people. shit I know. Four P's. That's it. The four P's of marketing. Remind people what they are. Man, you gonna put me on the spot? Bro. It's like <laughs> How it's like you product. Remember? Promotion, placement, placement, and maybe packaging. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, packaging is one of them, but yeah. I think I'm, you know, some of them peas get mixed up. Hey, this man. is RPT, brother. This is Red Pill Tamales. And uh, we were just here yesterday doing live uh-huh. for uh, all the agents of the Thea yep. in the Discord. All of our all access and captains got exclusive live yesterday. We do it twice a month. If you want one, you know where to go. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. What do I have to do? To get some kind of deal with Rumble. Because I know Rumble cutting checks. Yeah. Rumble is like, yo, we want some diversity over here. We want people that want, you know, that free speech. We want people to know that this is the future of free speech. I keep thinking about this. And I think that, you know how it took so long for the RGV in South Texas to like see the light? Well, you know, some mm-hmm. might say, and that's going to trigger a lot of people. But I feel like people in media aren't really like, they're not really searching for the and I'm not trying to compare the two exactly, but the George Lopez type of audience capturer, which would be you, who's talking about kind of red pill type of politics, right? It's like, are they overlooking it? Do they not see that it's there? Have it not? Has it not brought been brought into their table yet? Like I don't know what it is. Well, maybe. Uh, well, you know, at the risk of sounding sounding entitled, yeah, you know, I don't want to be like, man, they should have been on it. I mean, these days, why not? Fuck it, everyone else is. You know, but hey, there's a lot of voices out there, and uh, I think time will tell. And we're yeah. just going to stay consistent, keep doing what we're doing. Uh, you're going to see me with a big old smile on my face if that Rumble situation comes through. So if any of y'all listening got a friend at Rumble, if y'all happen to know the CEO at Rumble, somebody, any an intern, the male, the landscaper. Yeah. La niñera way, the nanny that takes care of the kids at Rumble. Dude, I'll take the guy that cleans the, the restrooms. Yeah, then that person yeah. can let somebody know at Rumble. I want to say that was Adam Carolla at K-Rock before he became a personality. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, right? he was, he was, was right? he custodian? I, I believe so, yeah. No shit. Ain't that something? Um, man, we've been trying to make the Adam Carolla shit uh, show I know, happen. It, yeah. It's just always scheduling. One time, um, one time I was on stage and they were like, yo, can you come tomorrow at 11 a.m.? <laughs> and I'm on stage, right? By the time I get off stage, I was in Cali. By the time I get off stage and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm there, 11. Send the address, send location. Yeah. And they're like, oh, dude, you hit us back too late, bro. We, we got to book shit. You know, I was on stage, motherfuckers. Yeah, but it's all good. Uh, I am going to be on B Reels podcast and Tim Four Hat Sam Triple. Nice. And you can catch us on Rockfin R O K F I N dot com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. You know what I'm saying? Los Tamalitos, up. man. I will. Uh, I'm on tour, yo. Oh yeah, tonight, 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 tonight. Where are you oh, at tonight? Oh, tonight. Yes, that is right. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Boy, I stay, I stay on the move. Brea, California, September 14th. Uh, get your tickets now. At this point, you might have to just walk up because it is tonight. Oxnard, California, tomorrow, September 15th. Austin, Texas, September 28th. San Antonio, an entire weekend at the LOL Comedy Club. Come through September 29th through October 2nd. Now, 
Here go the correct dates because I've been saying he's wrong. Salt Lake City, Utah. I'll be at Wise Guys October 6th. That is the 6th of October. I'll see you there. Las Vegas. This is very important. Do you think I need to get with Giovanni for this uh, itinerary? Like, I mean, should, I, should he be my team partner and be like, hey, bro, just type it up and help I me feel out. like he's already done that and put in the work. And if we don't, he'll probably feel a little, little left out. Okay, well, Giovanni, if you're listening, um, I'll hit you on the Discord so that you could be my, uh, my team mate. You know what I'm saying? We, I like to work in groups. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, Thea Weekend, Thea Gathering. I'll be performing at Wise Guys Comedy Club in the evening, October 7th and the 8th. But uh, there's a lot of activities. Uh, I think Stevie Capone's going to make it. Um, AC. Mm-hmm. AC Mata's going to make it. Ox. So, AC, what is it? What's the Ox name? Oxcore Mata. He's got, a lot of, he's got a lot of, a lot of nicknames. <laughs> uh, and then we end the tour in Addison, Texas, November 4th through the 6th. So, yeah, man, we're juggling a whole bunch of stuff. We're still trying to give you, you know, music, music videos, viral moments. Uh, we're trying to keep your reels and your TikTok uh, up to par. Uh, but more than anything, we got to blow up the podcast. And we want to introduce a non-political podcast because when I hit people up for sponsorships, maybe it's me in my own head, mm-hmm. but I'd be thinking like, you know, if you're not comfortable being affiliated with something ultra mega, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, hey, the reality, bro, like, look, you just had Brandon give that speech in front of Independence Hall with the red background. Mm-hmm. He was just, aish, 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 aish. you know, basically he was already saying, and I'm paraphrasing, he was pretty much saying the MAGA Republicans are the threat to democracy. The MAGA Republicans don't believe in the rule of law. The MAGA Republicans are against Constitution. The MAGA, just all this stuff. The MAGA Republicans want to, they're a minority and they're trying to force what they believe on to the entire country and it's a threat to democracy. Am I missing anything? What else did he say? Like MAGA Republicans... Are, said that about 16 times. Yeah, you nailed it. He was pretty much saying like MAGA Republicans get in the showers and don't worry about what gas coming out them shower heads. Just get on the train, MAGA Republic. That's what it sounded like to me. So for my safety, I may have to identify as Democrat once again. I may have to go back, you know, publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tweet like, oh my God, Brandon, he's doing such a great job. <laughs> Just so I can stay up out the gulags. Because I don't know if I'm built for the gulags. That might be a good uh, a case study where, you know, you've done, we've done this. We've been doing this. And now mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? Let's A-B test this shit. All right. We did about, we're going on two years of this kind of content material. Mm-hmm. Come Christmas 2022, give everybody the present that they've been waiting for. Come back out on Twitter and say, guys, I was I'm, wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I've looked at the numbers again. And Biden and Kamala, boy, they sure do have a, you know, they sure do have a way of spending money. And it's just all going to pay off. Yeah. And the border's secure. Yeah. Sh- did you see that? I'm going to pull it up. We're going to talk about that. Well, well, that leads into what I was, I was trying to set it up by saying, Dark Brandon, he just gave the speech in front of the red walls, right? And then 9-11 comes around, and they try to find a way, MSNBC and everybody, they got to find a way to pull MAGA, J6, and Trump somehow into jihadist uh, ramming airplane, commercial airplanes mm-hmm. into World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, Chuck Todd interviewed Kamala, and uh, I think you have the, the, the clip queued up, but he was also saying, so what about the threat from within the country? go and she's like oh yeah the j6 maga republican she's like yeah you know there's the oath where you got to defend the country from all threats foreign and domestic it's weird because this lady man uh shout out sam tripoli and i hope it comes up whenever you go on there but he calls her camel toe harris Uh and brian callen's like no i will not say that it's kamala harris but this lady is so unlikable and i thought that as time would go on 
she would somehow position herself to be m- just a little bit more likable than when she was, you mm-hmm. know, running in the in the primaries or whatever. And no, you it's think, actually you, less. You think she's going to be president, bro? Get out of here. Will she win a presidency? No. May she be installed as that's, president? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. Installed as in Brandon don't make it? That's what um, I'm saying. You know... I heard a couple of scenarios, and maybe you heard this too, where let's just say come, uh, whether you want to call it a red wave, the red title, or whatever, the red cloud, and they take it back. <laughs> red cloud, red bro? Cloud. The red walls. The red walls. All right. The red pearly gates. So the red trink, uh, trickle. Yes, the red trickle. There you go. The red sprinkles. Um, they take the house. Maybe they take the center. They don't. If someone else is leader in the house, right? Let's just say, it didn't have to be Trump, but the, you know, the hypothetical is, what if they make Trump, because he can make anybody uh, speaker of the house, mm-hmm. and then homeboy can't make it, and then homegirl, I, I forgot what the process was, but somehow you could get a Republican, because it's like third in command to speaker of the house. Mm. So if, you know, if she got impeached, because you can impeach vice presidents too, uh, and then he's out of there because he's incapable of doing it, then you would have the speaker who would then be a, a Republican, mm. a conservative. They got to get. They just got to get Nancy up out of there, bro. I heard she's trying to trying to get some role in Italy or something as like, um, uh, let's. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up. But it was like a role that's like an ambassador to like you know Italian affairs or whatever. Well, you know, Bannon just started a show. Uh, I think it's called like War Room Rome or something. Oh, because you know this populist movement is popping off everywhere. Who's like, a, who's a correspondent over there? He's really good. Uh, Harnwell, ben Harnwell. Ben Harnwell, yes. You can find me on Getter. On my surname. My surname, Harnwell. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's popping off everywhere, bro. Like Sweden, they tired of the no-go zones. They tired of all the refugees that came to do a whole bunch of gang rapes. You know what I mean? Uh, Sweden, they finally starting to be like, okay, yeah, maybe we don't want to be ultra-fucking progressive. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's a little bit scary, bro, when you have, you know, these politicians going on TV on 9-11... Yes. On 9-11, so perfect, to make it about MAGA. Perfect. Uh, so we'll start with this, and then we'll get into some of that stuff, because that was so outrageous. Final topic here. Since uh, we're here in Texas, I want to ask you about the border. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. Is the first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. We're gonna have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix, given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. Final topic. (laughs) Pretty much, this is what they do, y'all. And I feel sorry for the normies that fall for this. Like, they just lie in your face because some people, they don't know about, like, the Remain in Mexico. They don't know, like, all the stuff that Stephen Miller, Trump, like, the Trump White House had in place to keep the border under control. Yeah. What these people did, this is what they're not telling you, because they they lying, bro. The devil is a liar. What they're not telling you is they came in and undid all those. They, they're like, no more wall. Don't build shit. Uh, remain in Mexico. Fuck that. What else? What was the third thing? It was like a handful of policies. Uh, is this some, that was the main one, the remain in yeah, Mexico. Yeah, remain in Mexico. Like all these things. They came in systematically on day one. Undo, undo, undo. Executive order, undo. 
And everything they do, every time they ask them about anything, they're like, oh, well, you know, Trump and them, we just inherited, you know, Trump and them had a fucked up border. We 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 got a secure border. It's and then I'm glad he pushed back, which was a pinche milagro. Yes, I know. What's by your ear? Chuck Chuck Todd. Oof. He was like, but Terrible. for the first time ever, we got two million people. Yeah. Are those the ones not counting the gotaways? The you know this border subject, man. I don't know what it's gonna take, and I'm, I sound like you now. What's it gonna take for just Raza in general to kind of? simmer down and and listen to people who might have uh just a differing opinion on how to handle this kind of this kind of stuff but we had a really good friend of ours over for just to hang out the other day he uh he stopped by he's a state trooper and he's been a trooper for a while now and he's he's moving on to he's ascending up in his whatever the ranks are of lieutenant and whatever whatever and uh i'll randomly just kind of ask him because he's not very he's into politics but I don't know. Some people, especially cops, I, I don't know if maybe because it might skew the, the way that they, you know, maybe do their job. They try not to put too much attention. I think Tim Kennedy said this really well, but like being too politically biased one way or another when you're uh, an official like that. Anyway, I asked him about it. I was like, hey, man, do you, because he had to go to the border several times. You know, a lot of times we saw Governor Abbott requested a bunch of state troopers and other people to go down there. And Operation just, Lone Star. Exactly. And um, I was like, hey, man, versus, you know, 20, uh, like all the Obama years and then 2016, and then to now, like, how do you see the contrast of the border? Or do you do you have more of an opinion? He goes, just flat out, goes, dude, this open border thing just isn't, doesn't work, obviously. All right. We gave, well, not that we gave, but people have taken whatever they wanted, basically. Uh, like, the officials now have taken all the things that they've wanted to do and implemented them, basically saying that, come, come on, come yeah. all, right? We have no, but while simultaneously saying, we have a secure border. Yeah. Right. It's all, it's all good. He's like, it's unbelievable. And of course, some of the stuff that he's seen and had to, you know, do and help with and whatever it's just like it's unimaginable people will never believe some of the shit they've had to do on the border i think this month alone there's been more drownings than there ever have coming across the border yeah uh fentanyl yeah like people love to say it's always been like that no it's been bad no, it's not, not and it's like close. it's like yeah it's like to to add on to what you just said you said what is it going to take for people to snap out of it and really peep game yeah i believe and this is very unfortunate that it's going to force people like shit's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Stuff's going to go down where it's just going to like blow up in your face to where they're going to be forced to acknowledge and deal with it. Uh, did you see uh, Ben Burkwam posted something where it was like a like motorcycle clubs? It was like a funeral. Did you see that? Yes. They're now in cahoots with the cartel. In cahoots or battling and beefing Not over territory and routes? Is it? I mean, it might be one. Of, it might be both. But I, I saw that a lot of times cartel wouldn't fuck with um, which. Who was it? It was a particular sub sub segment of um, bikers. I forgot the. I'll look it up here in a second. But now I believe they're they're kind of joining forces in some areas because before they wouldn't because they were, they called them loose cannons like they were unpredictable the bikers so they never mm -hmm. wanted to fuck with them but now they're kind of coming to terms. Okay, well maybe you read into it more than I did, but uh, I was under the impression that that they were at a funeral mm -hmm. procession. For a biker, and the way I guess I read between the lines, it, it pretty much I think Ben Burkwam's uh, caption pretty much said like they're they're gonna they're starting to compete over like trafficking routes, like just moving moving work around, mm. you know, on the highway and shit, you know, want to be a bowler. Okay, then maybe I misread it myself. But I mean, no, but you're probably right too. Meaning like if the cartel, um, what's the word, man? Uh, collabs right collaborates with one particular biker gang let's just call it biker gang right? yeah Fuck, call it biker exactly club. yeah whatever biker club right <laughs> i'm not trying to get beat up you know i don't have to pull out my jujitsu and shit my white belt no stripes <laughs> 
but anyway, like if they do start to work with one particular club, yeah, that can create tensions with the other club, yeah. right? So, so we're both kind of saying the same thing, which is. It both can be true. You right. can have beef with some other bikers and be working with and be cool with the other bikers. Mm. But here's here's what I'm trying to say is it's about to blow up in your face, yeah. right? It's either going to be the fentanyl numbers are going to get so out of hand to where you, you've you been seeing the colorful ones. The colorful yeah, look like pills. Smarties, like candies. Yeah, like, God forbid, Halloween, these motherfuckers just start putting them around on the ground or just throwing them around. And a, a tablespoon of fentanyl could kill 2,500 people. Just one tablespoon. Yeah. So it's either going to be that. It's either going to be jihadists. They do some shit. Motherfucker blows himself up somewhere. And then people are like, oh, my God, how did he get here? Like, uh, And the media is going to cover. You know, the mainstream legacy media, they're going to be like, oh, well, let's not focus on where this motherfucker came from or mm-hmm. what country or how did he get here. Or... um, Shit! Look at look at what's going on with these uh, sanctuary cities that can't handle it. Uh, Lori Lightfoot, bro, she's sending people to the burbs all around Chicago. I saw the headline. Is that what she's doing? Because I saw you know like sanctuary city sends away to the suburbs. Ah, to the burbs, bro. So you got this. I forget the name of the town. I don't know if it was Elgin, Illinois, one of them little towns where it's just like a quiet, peaceful. They don't probably get a lot of that Chicago crime. Mm-hmm. Just nestled, chilling. All of a sudden, you got 80 motherfuckers from Venezuela right there. Another 60 from Colombia, 50 Haitians. You know what I'm saying? Sprinkling a couple Syrians <laughs> or whatever. And now you got like, where are these 300? You know what I'm saying? And if it's a small town, you see one at the gas station, five at the light begging, two walked into that business. You start to bump into them. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing them. One walked onto a campus at a school or whatever. Uh, one of them cut you in line trying to get some free shit. Somehow, some way, you know, people going people gonna to start paying attention and be like, maybe, okay, what are the numbers? For all the people that are like, it's been like that, Chingo. It's like, you telling me the cartel been running the border. I mean, yeah, they've been moving dope, but they literally control the border. Well, whenever they make it in, they might be into uh, like immigrants, wherever wherever they're coming from. They might be going to places like Massachusetts. One of the stories I have for you today mm-hmm. at the top of the at the top of the uh, notes today is Massachusetts voters will decide if illegal immigrants can be given driver's licenses. Hmm. Interesting. Now, the reason that's super interesting is because Massachusetts is currently one of seventeen states and the District of Columbia that have policies that permit an illegal immigrant to obtain a driver's license. And they're automatically, where is the line? They're automatically uh, registered to vote wow. when you have a driver's license. Wow. So you could be undocumented and you could vote. I mean, listen, read between the lines, right? Because obviously they're not going to say it like that. But depending on how your state legislators, which we saw in 2020, all those, all those um, lawsuits that got thrown out on, in, you know, on standing, not off the merit of why they were being presented, a lot of them had stuff like this. Pennsylvania was a perfect example. They later found out that they said, oh, yeah, this was uh, unconstitutional, basically. But when you have things like this, and this was in place, I don't remember when, a couple of years ago, but now it's like, oh, like they play the long game. Like how long, when do we need to make this a law? And then how soon can we start implementing giving a legal driver's license while automatically registering for to vote? Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. So maybe people in these, uh, maybe the lefties, like the Democrats in Massachusetts, which Boston, by the way, is super liberal. Yeah. Super blue. Super woke. Kind of fucking progressive. <laughs> kind of. What's the big school out there? 
I mean, they got a bunch in, in Massachusetts. Yeah, they, they have like a ton Harvard of Harvard. Yeah, Yale, they're all there. A bunch. Uh, I think Yale is over there. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty it, sure. It's Yale's just it's there. so funny that you have these these you know hubs of um, higher education, right? These mm-hmm. hubs of really educated higher indoctrination, higher indoctrination, and uh, they're they're just spitting out these really crazy kooky wacky people, and no one seems to think that's a strange turn of events. I mean, I wonder if any of the, uh, any of the citizens are going to raise hell. Like, come on, bro. So y- these people are not even from here. They're not even citizens. And they could, they could vote. You're letting them vote. They're outnumbered because these little activists come out of these schools and start, oh, I'm, I want to be a lifetime. I, I, I just, I can imagine these people coming out of these colleges saying, I want to be a lifetime politician like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. And they start enacting these crazy, or they start advocating for these crazy things that later they hope to enact. No, but stuck out on way. I mean, it, <laughs> it's such a doom and gloom perspective this morning. I mean, all all this um, all this progressive stuff, it just don't work, man. Like yeah. e- even when you talk about like like shout out to um, Alex Epstein right here. He's got the book Fossil Future. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like all the the climate debate, climate justice, and all this stuff. And you know, meanwhile, China is is building more coal factories. Oh yeah, You're like everybody, all these India. I mean, they got a billion people so they need what affordable reliable energy but as you were saying you get the young wokes that are like well you know my dissertation and you know my professor you know maybe communism is the way and you know climate justice and but yada yada and we can have uh solar panels and wind turbines and everything's gonna be fine like i think texas is um 27 percent quote-unquote renewables that's Mm -hmm. what they call them right Mm -hmm. renewables but it's basically like solar panels and wind turbines that have to be backed up by traditional yeah reliable old school yeah Yeah. because check this out man in in the book fossil future he talks about like how when they have these arguments a lot of times these climate people they'll take benefits from things like nuclear or coal or fossil fuels whatever and the benefits they'll ignore them and diminish them and like don't even mention them in the argument and then any drawbacks that they might have, like, oh, well, maybe your degrees on your earth going to go at one degree Celsius or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll fucking zoom in on that, make it seem like it's super, like it's just the biggest deal in the world. And then all their bullshit solar wind shit, the, whatever negatives uh, uh, pertain to that, they'll ignore them. They won't present them ever in their arguments. And then whatever little slight benefits there could be, they just strictly focus on that. So you have to remember, man, a lot of these developing countries, if, if, um, if you have a, a, a mom about to give birth, you got you to gotta have electricity to do the ultrasound, right? right? You got to know, like, which mom are we going to, you know, help with delivery first? Because based on ultrasounds, you can kind of know, yo, this one right here, we got to get on it. Let's say a baby's born premature, like 3.5 pounds or something. You got to put them in an incubator. Mm-hmm. Incubator needs what? electricity and then these kids they might need shots and vaccines a lot of times they got to be refrigerated right there's just like so many things that people take for granted hell my neon sign electricity (laughs) you know people take shit for granted bro yeah i think we take we all take stuff for granted um i i want to highlight today's i I think we're gonna start doing this every time we have a studio day Mm -hmm. is uh, uh brandon tweets Oh. Have, you, have you, I mean, do you follow the great and all-powerful king of the United States? I, I see them from time to time. I okay. I follow. Well, today's um, Brandon tweet 
60 years ago, President Kennedy said that America chose to go to the moon not because it was easy, but because it was hard, because that challenge is one we were willing to postpone. Today, our moonshot is ending cancer as we know it, and it's something we can do together. And uh, he's in his backdrop here. I'll show it to you. Cancer moonshot. I guess this is uh, his current, you know. And that's what they're calling it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wonder what exactly that entails, like spending a lot of money. Uh, funny you say that. I think that I saw just below here, uh, Snopes. Biden, uh, did Biden charity spend millions on salaries and nothing on research was, was the article. I didn't even click on it. Let's see. I bet you they're going to say false. Oh, it says mixture. Mm. What's true? The Biden Cancer Institute, uh, a charity founded by the U.S. President Joe Biden and soon to be first lady jail in 2017, spent more than $3 million on salaries when it was in operation. Although the charity spent no money on cancer research or grants, this fact is misleading, framed in that the Biden Cancer Institute wasn't a grant-giving organization. You see how they word this shit? And Snopes mm-hmm. has been found out to be such a bad destination for any kind of fact-checking. And it used to be what, like, Rogan and most people would be like, oh, just Snopes it, Snopes it, you know, Snopes mm. it. They're all hijacked, man. All these people are bought and paid for. That got on where? They, they, they fucked with Crowder one too many times to where he actually, he had the whole, I don't know what he calls them, I mean, just all the fans, the Mug Club fans, mm-hmm. um, screenshot and pinpoint where they had gotten things wrong with Crowder fact checks, that they actually got them to change and retract something which they almost never, if ever, have done. I mean, you know, like, every time we talk about spiritual warfare, I mean... It's the lies versus, I guess, quote unquote, the truth, because mm-hmm. I, they're trying to make truth and facts subjective. Oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's the world we live in, bro. It's always fog of war, disinformation, spin, dissimular, smoke and mirrors, and like photo ops. So the normies, the normies are the ones that be like, well, the border is secure because I haven't seen anything that says otherwise. Right. And I heard that they just inherited a bad border from Trump. It's like, well, where you get, who assigned you this opinion? Remember, opinions get assigned. Who assigned you this opinion? Oh, I think I saw it on the news. Who? Or Chuck, Chuck Todd was interviewing Kamala, and she said the border was secure, and that we inherited a bad border from Trump. And then normies go on about their way, pushing the Bob Stroller, wearing Lululemon. Meanwhile, you're getting f- screwed up the booty <laughs> by inflation. Your power bill's about to go up. Rent and mortgages are due. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some of y'all, us, even Texas, we might not have electricity come in the freaking winter. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. If uh, if we have another incident like, was that last year? Uh, I think so. 2021? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, right? Damn, that was only last year. If we have something like that happen again in recent, in recent time, like within the next couple of years, to even the next decade. Or in a couple of months. Or in a couple of months. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that it is, I'm going to say it right now, September 13th, 2022, that it, was, it could have been prevented and wasn't because there's been plenty of time. So let's just say worst case scenario, we have a, a blue person at the, at the governor's mansion come 2023. Mm-hmm. I would have to just guess and just say, let me go ahead and just put my tinfoil hat on. They went ahead and just did this intentionally just to further, you know, push the message of we need green because this shit isn't working. Well, the problem is the 27% of quote unquote green that they do have because that, come on, man, what happened? What happened when, um, when we had that freeze, the wind wasn't blowing and the sun wasn't shining. Yeah. So you left with what? The other 70%? And everybody's trying to heat their home. Yeah. So look, just take notes from what's going on in Europe and don't let that shit come here. 
For real. We, 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 we done with them Greta games. No more Greta games. We got to be like China in terms of... <laughs> in terms of... This is going to get taken out. No, that's fine. We got to be like China in terms of... They're not playing Greta games over there. They, they look at it for what it is. They're like... We need motherfucking coal, nuclear, and fossil fuels, bitch. You know what I mean? They, they over there in Afghanistan getting those rare earth minerals. They're the ones about to swoop in on Taiwan, get them chips, the microchips. It's chess, not checkers. Meanwhile, over here, we're not, we're not seeing the alarm of what's happening in Europe. Like, dude, their electricity bills are about to go at like four, five fold. Like, Cheers. just like a motherfucker. And my wife was showing me one of these, one of the light bills. And she's like, what the fuck? What's going on here? And I'm just like, you know, at the studio, we're not always here. The lights ain't always on. We ain't always bumping AC. The garage got a mini split. We're like, that shit ain't even. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, what's up with these light bills? And I told her, listen to RPT. It's only going to get worse. Mm -hmm. It's only going to get worse. Well, since we brought up Brandon tweets before we move on to other stories, he just tweeted, uh, I say he, who do you think tweets from the president's account? Man, my president used to tweet his damn self, bro. From the toilet, apparently. The orange man. Orange man, bad. Orange man took a dump and then tweeted out thoughts that made the whole media in a, put, put him in a frenzy for the rest of the day. But Brandon just said, exactly four weeks ago, let me do it like him, I signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law. <laughs> so today we're celebrating. Tune in at 3 o'clock as I deliver remarks and welcome the leaders and advocates who made it happen to the people's house. We're going to spend more money, <laughs> and it's going to make inflation go down. We're going to print more of your money. We're going to tax you. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to weaken the dollar, and it's going to help reduce inflation. <laughs> First of all, bro, everything these motherfuckers are doing is so backwards. Like... People were able to go back to work, and he's like, I created jobs. <laughs> it's so funny because that, that graph that they used, you know, where it was like Trump had negative jobs and negative growth. Everyone else was like, you know, it was all presidents over the last couple of whatever, two, three decades. And it's like they were all kind of up. Biden was like to the moon, and Trump was literally a negative return on yeah, growth. Yeah, had, had nothing to do with the lockdowns, right? Nah. And then another thing they did was, you know, midterms are coming up, and everybody's bitching about the price of gas, right? So what they did is they artificially manipulated the price by dipping into our reserves, like our national security reserves, like rainy day fund of oil. Don't fuck with that. That's only like if we go to war or like something like Katrina happens, right? Mm -hmm. And it wipes out a bunch of refineries or something like that. We got a stash, bro. They dipped into the stash just to make the gas price go down a little bit so supply could go up. But that's like national uh, national security. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's kind of what some, um, I don't know what you want to call them, middle of the road reporters are saying is that because gas prices are going down, you know, it's starting to improve his approval rating and just going into the midterms, which is exactly what he needs, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Yeah, they, yeah. They're not stupid. It's by design, they're obviously. It's, it's pretty crazy. The fucked up thing, bro, is how they did it. Like, they brought it down, but they dipped into our reserve something that it took trump a while to even get it mm -hmm. to where it was yeah and uh not to mention we were energy dominant energy independent we need to unleash american energy now i'm chingo bling <laughs> and i approve <laughs> this message and you got the ohuva dancing in the background doing the repairs at hq Oh, hardworking, hardworking Americans. I know, man. We up here. We trying to get the studio right, man. We trying to paint up front and uh, and get it going. But you know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. First of all, my one year old woke up at six in the morning, Oof. and then um, 
and then I had to take her to uh, her little her little like play. It's like the little gym class, mm-hmm. like this little thing they they do little skills and activities. So I'm in there just like trying to just wake up. Uh, but yeah, hopefully I can uh, get back up there in the front. What time did you take her? Uh, I forget what time her cl- her class was like like 10 a.m. Oh okay, I think you said this morning or 9:30, huh? I think you said this morning. Yeah, this morning, 9:30 a.m. Oh damn, her little class. Okay. Why? What? what I don't know because we started. You were here before I was, which is rare. I got here right before you. Oh, okay. Yeah, right before you. I was like, "Damn, Jingles over here just." Yeah, trying to trying to prep so I could hurry up and finish rolling that paint. Um. So we got a lot of these stories about uh, Trump allies being uh, served subpoenas. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts and what do you know about this? Oh, you're talking about weaponizing the Department of Justice and the Gestapo to uh, basically they they they, they hunt, it's hunting season, bro. They declaring war on MAGA, and um, I'm not too sure who these people who these people were. Do you what, want to know who they yeah, were? What they did? So I'm gonna play this for you because this uh, this also just came out late yesterday evening. Tucker Carlson, you know it's unfortunate that it's got to be Tucker, but he's the one of the only people on legacy mainstream media who's given you, let's just say, more than not factual information, right? Mm-hmm. Versus. Um, who are the other? Who was that? Who's Amika? Is it Mika in the morning? You know these people. Oh, Joe, Joe. Morning, Morning Joe. Yeah, and all these other you know CNN shows, MSNBC shows, who are just so biased. It's unbelievable. I mean, everybody's biased, of course. But but it's a matter of like, you know, the spin and what y'all are leaving out and and how y'all are framing things. So let's see if any of this was talked about on any of those other shows, right? Sees it. It shocks the conscience of everyone who sees it. But the number of people who see it is very small because it is not covered by any media. And it's not just happening to Amy Kramer. This show has obtained a subpoena from Merrick Garland's DOJ issued in the past week. And what it demands is both unlawful and without precedent in American history. The subpoena claims to be investigating, quote, any claim that the vice president and or president of the Senate had the authority to reject or choose not to count presidential electors. Now, keep in mind that any claim you make as an American citizen about electors, any claim you make about American politics, period, is protected explicitly under the First Amendment. That's our core freedom. It's why we live here. It's why we're proud to be Americans. It's why so many American servicemen died protecting our country. Those are the freedoms that they fought to preserve. That's why nobody prosecuted leading Democrats in 2016 when they sought to reject electors for Donald Trump. Right. It's why none of those people, including Kamala Harris, is now in jail. But right now, according to the subpoena that we have obtained, Merrick Garland's DOJ is demanding all communication from the following people on this topic. And let's be clear before we read their names that it is not clear what the investigation is actually about. And that's the most terrifying part. What is this? On what grounds are you demanding my private communications with people? They never say. But included in this precedent-breaking sweep of political opponents of the Biden White House would be former White House advisor Bernie Carrick, who is the former police commissioner of New York City, Boris Epstein, who is the current attorney for Donald Trump. At no time in American history has it been okay to grab the personal communications of someone's lawyer, because those are privileged. Not anymore. Matt Morgan, Justin Clark, Kenneth Chesbrough, Mike Roman, RNC official Joshua Finley, Trump attorneys John Eastman, Jenna Ellis, Joe DeGeneva, James Troopas, Rudy Giuliani. It's there's shot. a two-parter. I'm gonna, but Giuliani before. too. Yeah, yeah. There's a second part, but so far, what do you think? 
Well, Boris Epstein, um, I sent him a DM on Twitter. Yeah, Boris EP everywhere. Boris EP coming in hot. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I be reading all these books, bro, about Stalin and all this stuff, and, and some of this shit sound a little familiar. Yeah, after former White House official Stephen Miller, frequent guest on this show with a subpoena. Why? Well, it could be because Stephen Miller went on this network and said, quote, if we win these cases in the courts, then we can direct the alternate state of electors are certified. In other words, he didn't call for an elect insurrection, much less violence or a coup. He called for alternate electors to be seated if the court ordered them to be seated. In other words, he was following the constitutionally prescribed process post-election. He was doing what he's supposed to do. He was following the rules. But under Joe Biden, that apparently is now a crime. And by the way, every one of these people has to hire lawyers to defend him or herself. And a lot of them at this point, after two years of harassment by Joe Biden, can't. Mm. Mm. Big bank, take little bank. Yeah. And, you know, the government, they're going to have more lawyers all the time. Oh, yeah. Because they're using our money. Yep. It's just for, it. for everything. Those committees, all this fucking nonsense of just wasting time and in, in, uh, taxpayer money. It's pretty crazy. It's, uh, I mean, it's beyond crazy. There's almost nothing else you can say other than, wow, that shit's crazy. Because it, this is straight out of a movie. Like, these are scenes you've seen in some movies where it's like, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head where they use like an MSNBC show in the movie, right? You're like, oh, wow. And it's actually part of the film. This is real life. Whatever this is, right? This is real life. They're actually doing this. And uh, Tucker Carlson, it, it's like if you wrote a movie and you're like, okay, the one truth teller is going to be Tucker Carlson. He's the one that's going to give you as much information uh, that you're not going to hear on any of the left-wing media. None of this is being talked so, about. So, like, what's the charge? If, if you send somebody a subpoena, what, what does that mean exactly? Because I'm not a lawyer. Is that basically like, hey, we're just trying to gather info to see? That's what I've gathered so far as far as, like, these broad subpoenas where it's like, we're going to, the timelines are like, a couple of months before J6 to like, I don't know how many months after. And it's like they're sifting through and just finding like, what can we get on them to make stick? It's like, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Basically. And you got midterms coming around. So there's always like, aha, the walls are closing in. You know, uh, Tim Pool makes this funny reference where he says, I feel like, you know, we all think that Joe Biden's this like decrepit old man who just can't keep it together. But really, like after the lights turn off and he's you know backstage, he's like, okay, he turns into this like this really like strong leader. He's like, okay, we, that's done. All right, I need this done and that done. Blah 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 blah. And he's really running the show. Appear weak when you're strong. Yeah. Appear strong when you're really weak. <laughs> I ain't scared of no ghost. I'm faster than most. I'm faster than most. <laughs> I'm a I'm an ice cream guy. But uh, yeah, man, I um. I think that also they're trying to get Trump supporters to f almost fear voting for him and to fear and and because everybody wants what did Joe Biden promise when he got in office? Unity. Exactly. We're gonna move forward from the, to the lightness, away from the dark. Exactly. And the more that they, <laughs> the more that they villainize this guy, and the more that it seems that, that you know they put in their heads like voting a vote for this guy. It's for four more years of chaos, four more years of division. And the chaos. Yeah. So many people fell for that, bro. Oh, they're still falling it for it. It was just like, it wasn't really, it was all like manufactured crisis. It yeah. Went, it wasn't really, they just tried to make everything seem chaotic. What isn't him. a manufactured crisis right now is my question. Everything that's going on seems like a manufactured crisis. A lot of the biggest things, like their inflationary policies are making inflation worse. Um, exacerbating the situation at the border. They're empowering the cartel. So the whole border situation, 
They're making it worse. They, they know what they got to do to fix it. Yep. Just put it back how you found it. Teachers unions and schools and children. Yep. The push for all this, you know, trans indoctrination, uh, the guns, 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 guns. You know, there's a teacher in Ireland that went to jail because he don't play the pronoun game. I'm not surprised. You might want to look that up. Okay. But, uh, you know, yeah, go on. You were on a roll. You're saying like everything, yeah. like the crime, <clears throat> they, they defund the police and uh, bail reform. Mm-hmm. No it, fathers in the house. Yep. Yep. Abortion, obviously. Like, what? It's all such a... Things are so good. Despite everything that we just listed, half a dozen to a dozen things you could list that are like, check it off for either side to start going back and forth about it, debating it, the bullet you know, the bullet point topics or whatever. They're all so manufactured. I'm going to play a couple of clips from, uh, uh, I guess, this soon-to-be... It's President-elect from Kenya. Have you seen any of these clips? Is he the one that said, uh, something stands for gonorrhea? <laughs> I don't know. That might be him. Oh, okay. He was saying some wild shit about gay people. Is it all that, that's probably Okay. Um, name another place, man, where you can go and live like whatever your dream. Oh, here's another thing too, real quick. People's dreams I, I've come to learn aren't that grand. A lot of people don't have these huge dreams, whether, well, not whether they came here, but if they're from America, it seems like most people don't want to be uh, influencers. Yeah. Like that's a lot of people's aspirations these days. If you're a little bit younger, if you're our age, like, you know, early mid thirties to your early mid forties. You wanted a family, you wanted to support your family, you wanted to ha- have a good living, you wanted to go on a vacation on occasion, uh, vacation on occasion, and just, you know, simple life, right? But a lot of people don't even have that, they don't aspire to that. So it, it, it's weird that you could just live your life and be fucking comfortable here, is my point. But everything gets manufactured to a point where like, this is the worst place to be, the Constitution's evil, these pe- these white people are the all terrible. The Constitution is trash. Yeah, and it's like, dude, go anywhere else. It's systemic racism. Everything's systemic. Everything's racist. <sighs> and then and it's like, okay, let's, you know, give me a modern day example so we can start measuring this and rectifying and finding where it's codified in the law so we can undo it. Oh, man, you know, because, you know, Jim Crow and, you know, back in the day. Okay, give me something modern. Man, one time, man, they they followed my homeboy around the store. Okay, so that was a specific thing. Is there anything like like where you can't drink out the same fountain? You know what I'm saying? Like, show me the systemic rates of, oh, man, it's everywhere. It's hidden. Yeah. Okay, can we find an example so we could measure? Can we look at data? Yeah. Man, uh, what, the cops? Cops be killing black folk. And it's like. Okay, well, how many was that? And how many of those were the dude was reaching for the cop's gun? Oh, it was only like 10 in oh, a year. Oh, you mean how many all of them? Well, yeah, normally most of them, yeah. What, the, the most recent prime example is the guy that was recording himself, which we kind of touched on on the live yesterday. Well, he lived. He, he, he's going to make it to trial. Why is that? Because racism. Why, why did he live and not get gunned down by the cops? Because mm-hmm. he... Because he, uh, what's the fucking word I'm looking for? He's cooperating. Cooperated, thank you. Oh, so like the white boy mass shooters, that it has nothing to do with race? Uh, no. They cooperated. They put their guns down, they got on their knees, put their hands, but whatever the case is, yeah. the ones, the, the all the black or any other race than white who didn't do that were... There's a lot of white people that die at the hands of police, too, oh, when, yeah. they're, when they're fighting and reaching for the knife, more reaching people. for the gun. More people. Probably more, statistics. Yeah. Yes. And if you actually told people this data, they'd be like... They'd be pissed. They'd be like, no, uh what? The, but the need... Every, BLM, every... Uh, Sonny Hostin said... Uh, LeBron said... And it's like, let's look at the numbers. I don't know how much more of this people could date, <laughs> George man. George Floyd was a saint. So, you know, I, I was going to segue into this right as we read Brandon's tweet about 
ending cancer for good. I saw... Uh, Which is a noble uh, thing to, to be desired, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Not going to happen. And sometimes, sometimes they use that as a scam. It's like, find me something everyone can get behind. Yeah. They're either going to hide behind the children or puppies or bring up cancer. When, and I think, because uh, I started reading one, one of the articles about it, where the, the goal is to use mRNA technology, like that was in the jabs, to, uh, to accomplish this. That's what Brandon wants to do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so you couldn't get everybody from the jabs, but we'll get you because we want to stop cancer. Mm -hmm. But uh, last night we watched uh, Thor Love and Thunder. It's now on Disney+. Plus. just came out two, three months ago. Uh, One of the big theme or one of the big aspects of the movie, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, you're probably not going to watch it, but um, Jane Foster, Thor's partner or whatever, she has cancer. Mm. And one of the thing, one of the big themes of the movie is is how to cure her cancer, what helps her, you know, not die from this cancer, and then I think at least two of the main characters, if not three, all have some kind of gay partner. <laughs> I swear, Korg, my, one of my the, the the rock monster guy who's really funny in the movie, his whole I never knew this. I've seen every fucking movie. I've probably seen them all about five times because we love those kind of movies. The way that you make these other Korg rock monsters is well, another dude. This is how he talks. When uh, when a when a cork dude meets another cork dude, they go underneath the lava and they grab hands and they squeeze really hard until they make another cork dude or you know whatever you know whatever they call themselves. But that like two dudes hold hands by a volcano is what makes another cork. So you're saying comic books are gay? I mean the whole fucking thing's gay. So Marvel's just all gay. It's so upsetting. Not that there's, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that to quote Jerry Seinfeld. But it's uh. like it's so in your face. It's not forced. Like it don't have nothing to do with the plot. No, man. None of this shit had stuff. I think uh, Valkyrie, the the other chick that was in Westworld, she's a phenomenal actress. She's also some kind of gay lesbian lover. I don't know. It's just like this had nothing to do with anything. She's a Libesian. Lib- <laughs> she's a Libesian. Hell uh, yeah! Ain't nothing wrong with Libesians, dog. No, nah, man. Some of my favorite. Uh, we we tried watching um, what's that damn dragon shit? Game of Thrones? Man, what's the new one? House, House of, of the Dragon? Man, me and wife, we just looked at each other. We're like, should we keep going? Can you understand what they're saying? She's like, nope. I said, all right, me either. Because it was one of those where like, you have a long day and you're just fucking tired. Like you did, you went to the gym, you sat in the sauna, like you're just beat up. You fucking, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, hold yeah, on. yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Now the wigs were impressive, right? My, my wife is like, yo, they hooked these bitches' wigs. <laughs> these bitches' wigs are hooked up. Yeah. Then you had the black dude with the blonde dress. Pretty like dope looking. Futuristic future. <laughs> and uh, Futuristic future. Yeah. But, you know, we've been working, so it's like, you know, you, you, you everything's not sore, but you're just like, you're ready to like hop in the pool or pop half a gummy. If anybody has a gummy company, y'all want to sponsor the podcast, hit, let me know. Um, but it was one of those where it's like, and sons of a father, and they got this little accent, and like you could barely understand them, you could barely hear them, and you're just in bed, and you're just like, man, let's just watch something else, anything. This shit was like it's like put some fucking subtitles, something. I rather turn read them on, it. turn the subtitles. I guess, on. I guess, bro. I don't know. You need them to do it for you too. You got to give me the, the cliff notes, bro. This the shit. cliff notes is ten years worth of Game of Thrones that you never bothered to watch. I I tried like a couple seasons. I was like, this shit is stupid. Like y'all could have condensed this shit. 
Y'all could have turned this whole season into one episode. The whole thing is so uncondensable that George R. R. George R. R. Martin has written these books that are fucking double the size of the Bible because there's so much to all the stories. They couldn't even finish the books in time to finish the series, which is why Game of Thrones ended. Why so much information? Because it's great. Oh, my God. It's an ancient political thriller. I guess. Okay. God Made by it. HBO this century. <laughs> and now it's, it's, supposed to be, it's, supposed to be, it's supposed to be a bigger book than the Bible. It's Books supposed to be huge. more ancient. Hey, man. This, I couldn't get into it, man. This house of... Dra- Maybe I need to be, like, awake, like, turn the shit up, put no, the subtitles. Like, you're just missing all the context from, like, the Targa- like the whole Targaryen story. Like, if you would have watched Game of Thrones, you would have known more about these people. This is a prequel to Game of Thrones. This took place 200 years before Game of Thrones. If you never watch Game of Thrones, you're not going to know who the hell is what and what's going on and why are there dragons right away. Like, if there was a college course and, like, you had to pick, like, okay, you're either going dive into just different subjects and they're like all right this right here is about all these books these targaryen people and i'd be like man i'm not signing up for this shit it's, it just sounds like it's gonna put you to sleep you're bro. out of your mind it's, dude it sounds like it's gonna put you to sleep i i tried i wa- i tried watching like and everybody's like by the fifth season it start to get good it's like, bro, you need five seasons. <laughs> five episodes? Who told you five seasons? A lot of people are like, yeah, the second season, it starts to pick up. Lose those friends. Those aren't friends. Mm. Those are well, we watched, ep- I was like, okay, so the kid fell out the thing, and they blaming this, and uh, this person is boning the sister, and and we're like, okay, now these people, they, they, they going somewhere, like in their little troop, like their horde, and there's the chick, and then the dudes, and then they're going somewhere else. And then there was like that other clan that came in. And you're describing every movie plot ever. All right, you just don't. For some reason, you don't like these people and their accents, and it, I don't it, appreciate it. It just, it just like I, there's just so many other better genres, bro. There, there's not one, two. Comment right now on YouTube if you think Chingo Bling is wrong. Tell him That's in fine. the comments that is. I mean, fine, I mean, like Bryson Brown loves Game of Thrones. A lot of people like Game of Thrones. Tell him why he should give Game of Thrones an actual chance. All right, what other series are are there? Let's just stick to HBO. Who else HBO had? Sopranos. Yeah. Who else? Uh, I mean, new or old doesn't matter. Just Euphoria. In uh, I don't get into that. I didn't either, but I heard. It was, I mean, everybody um, raves about it. I mean, obviously you got Nip Tuck. You got all your drug dealing show. I don't think those are on Netflix. Like all the cartel shit. But anyway. Um, I don't know. Maybe let, leave a comment and let me know. Like, dude, this is how you got to approach it, Chingo. You got to watch it like this, you know. I mean, what books hasn't Juan Bixona read? But he's like, dude, the books are even better than the show, and I, which I know a lot of people that have read them. I would never read them. I'm sorry. They're just too long. I don't read fiction. I just read informational shit. But hey, I know you're not going to do that either. Targaryens. Oh, man. Why, Ooh, that know. should make me sleepy just thinking about it. Your explanation's making me sleepy. That should make me sleepy just thinking about it. You ever hit yourself so hard and then get a really dark purple bruise and then not even feel it or realize that you hit yourself? No. I just, my knee is fucking solid purple. I don't remember hitting myself at all. Can you see it? No. Sh- oh, you, yeah. Mm, interesting. Anyway. Huh. I wonder what you did. Weird. Weird, weird. Um, Maybe all those guns I was shooting, you know. Fucking ah. Bah. Black, black, black. Yeah, man. I can't wait till... um. You go do some of your tactical training, and we see some John Wick videos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get out there on a on an open field or outdoor range. I mean, we do live in Houston, Texas, to where you fuck around might have to show somebody what's up, what it do, bro. Wrong, wrong car, bro. Wrong house. We got about ten minutes on today's uh, free episode every Wednesday, every Wednesday of the week. Thursdays, Fridays, we have our premium episodes. So I'm gonna pull up some of these, um, just kind of 
miscellaneous videos that aren't necessarily political topics, but there was a guy in Dallas. First of all, I'm going to pull this tweet up for you. What does it say? What the fuck's going, going on in Memphis? And what, what, can you zoom in? What are they saying? So here we have this first one. I'm going to put the picture in picture for the folks that are watching on YouTube. Uh, this is the guy. Uh, so Memphis police looking for man seen in video vowing to kill white people day after the deadly rampage was streamed on Facebook Live. That's the day after. That's the day after. This is um, the guy that did. Yeah, he went on the on the spree and lived it. He smiled when he got arrested in his mugshot. This is a hey, guy. You know he had got off early. Uh-uh. Yeah, the, the other guy, Ezekiel Kelly, this other guy, he only did six months. He had just been out for six months, and I think he only did six months. He, like, got hooked up. It was, like, charges, reduced, drop. Oh, well, it says right here. Time. Has a violent criminal history, but was given an early release from prison this year. Yeah, and if you dig into it, it's just kind of like, damn, he got super hooked up. <sighs> and he had just got home. The dude that we talked about last week who kidnapped the teacher, put her in her car, threw her in And her. he had just got out, too, I think. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis kidnapping suspect arrested after allegedly abducting mom and baby at Target all in the last week in Memphis. Sound like you about to pick on black people, bro, because you just <laughs> pulling up number black mugshots, bro. Is all it- the white criminals. <laughs> you got all these Asian, brown, white criminals, but Rob wants to focus <laughs> the, on the red pill tamales show. He want to pull up four young black men who are innocent until proven guilty. Um, I just find the news. I don't necessarily go out, you know, scouring. So, so uh, what's your take? What is going on in Memphis? I wanted to pose that question to you. Like, I, okay. are you, have you toured there? Are you familiar? Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's, I've been to Memphis before. It's mm-hmm. the birthplace of rock and roll, uh, blues, you know, music. There, there's, I don't, more movies have been shot in Memphis than anywhere else. It was a prosperous, you know, I think the name Memphis means beautiful and lasting or something like that. It was, it was like this. This mecca for all kinds of visitors and travel and entertainment. They call it like they called it at least like the Hollywood of the South or something like that. Oh, I for never, a long I time. I never heard of that. Yeah, and um, it's just now it looks like it's gone to shit. Well, let me ask you this: Where are the fathers? Probably no, number one. One. Mm-hmm. Number two. I mean, for all I know, maybe these young men were raised in the church. Like maybe the grandma did drag them to church. Um, so, so I would argue you have like nihilism, mm-hmm. no fathers, like no morality. And obviously they've been the ones that are racist that are like I'm gonna go hunt down white people. Mm-hmm. They've been lied to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first of all, R.I.P. Young Dolph. Like, why the fuck they killed Dolph? First of all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that wasn't too long ago, right? No, that was very recent in Memphis. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That was in Memphis, in oh, his hometown. Fuck. He was just going to buy cookies. You know what I mean? Family man and shit. Got kids and a wife, and um, you got these young crash dummies. So. I feel like the culture is rotting. You just got a sick culture. Um, these young men, I don't know if they got mental health issues. They're lost. You know, it's a damn shame, bro. Next one, similar story. Um, so this guy here, uh, what was his name? Jin Shin. Uh, so the, the the Daily News, it's slaying of Jin Shin occurred after minor fender bender. So basically, to give you the, the story in a nutshell, there was a fender bender at a light. Um, the people get out of the car, start confronting him in the car, in the Jeep. I think he drove a Jeep behind him. Before you know it, those two people turn into eight that surround his car. Mm. He got, first of all, he got out of his car. I don't I mean, he got out of his car when more people, I don't know why he would do that. 
Um, he tried to get back into his car. Somebody had taken the keys out of his Jeep. He, uh, they wouldn't let him back into his car. Somehow goes around the other side. He had a, a gun in there, finds a gun. By that time, someone else also had a gun. Apparently, the, the article the, from the Fort Worth News or, or Dallas News. So read, this happened in Texas. Yeah, this was uh, last week. So the, they also say that he was a staple in the community. He was uh, he had a couple of businesses. I think he had the most uh, popular, famous karaoke restaurant bar in Dallas, Fort Worth. Damn it, Dallas Morning News. And who are these eight people that, what, how did, what they shot him? Yeah, uh, a couple of headshots. And um, yeah, it was all over a fender bender. Man, I was able to read this this morning. I don't know if it was because it was a... Uh, well, first time I clicked on it, but it was all over fender bender. Some, you know, like 28 year old, I mean, same demographic also is if that's worth mentioning. Um, but whoever tweeted it out, there was a, this person, there was two people that tweeted it out and it was, the other one was a little bit more, it wasn't written in the, in the best taste, you know, just group of black males surround, you know, surround guy in car and shoot him to death, which is basically what happened. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you just stating facts, yeah. I mean, you know, if it was, I put it to you like this: If it was eight MAGA, oh my god, oh, oh. man, this would you you'd still uh, Jinshin and what this means: the death, the mm. murder, the the slaying of Jinshin yeah. and what impacts a Texas community, what this means for our democracy, uh, how Donald Trump should be condemned. This is the kind of violence that's a threat to our democracy. Yada yada yada. This is why Brandon had to go stand in front of Independence Hall and make the walls red. Basically, it, it, we this would be front page news. Oh yeah, it would, still would be. It would be going on for. But but it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the narrative. So it's kind of like oh, you know, a group of men. Didn't exactly. Uh, last one for you here as we're wrapping up the show. This one was from Libs, Libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok newly released footage from back in May of a robbery of two men being robbed at gunpoint while eating in a restaurant in Los Angeles. Welcome to California. There's no audio to it, but these two dudes. Also, can we stop with the ski masks and all the shit? You know, you covered up. So that they came in with ski masks? Yeah, they got their masks on and shit. He goes to pretend to sit down. Boom. Whips it out on these two. This is where, I mean, the guy that already, I mean, he's oh. he's trying to fight back and shit. Give him the watch. Yeah. Give him the wallet. Unless you have one on you, which, oh, wait, you really can't conceal in California. Did these two people ever get caught? It didn't say. Mm. These two outside, they finally recognize what's going on. They're like, fuck this. They book it out of there. Mm. But this goes on for a minute, Oosh. like damn. They what are they trying to like take everything? Everything, off? everything from the guy sitting down and the guy that's standing up. And where was this restaurant exactly? Do you know? Uh, I no, I didn't say it in the caption. I figured you might know. Just and then the uh, the victims. Uh, what race are the victims? Uh, it looks like two Mexican dudes, or uh, and then damn, least, dude, they're still fighting back. Yeah, he really wants that watch. Wow, son, boy, this got to be the the most difficult robbery. <laughs> This shit is like borderline botched. How does it end? They just get away. Then he still won't give him the watch. Bro, that's ballsy for one and also very stupid. Wow, son. These two uh, little criminals, they probably like uh, frustrated. Now what? Now the other guy, now they're both getting up. Now they're wrestling him for the watch. And, and now they took off. Just booked it, yeah. <sighs> Bro. Yeah. Hey, and what, what, who was it? Who was it in Cali that said, "Don't be wearing your jewelry out"? Oh, who said that? That was I, a celebrity, forget, wasn't it? Who, no, 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 it was like an official, either like, okay. either like Gascon or the mayor Garcetti. Somebody was like, "Hey, 
I don't know what to tell you, bro. It's, uh, it's a big city. Yeah. It's a big city. What you want me to do? Don't be out here wearing your Rolex. Right. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking of um, Seth. Seth. Uh, Rogan. Rogan. No, Seth Rogan, basically, he don't believe in uh, property rights. Um, another, uh, the vlogger. Casey Neistat. Casey Neistat was like, man, they broke into my car and they stole da da da. He's like, bro. I don't see my car as an extension of myself, bro. That's what it was. Bro. That's what it was. And he's, he, I guess he's gotten so acclimated and used to homeless people and, and thieves just being able to help themselves to mm. whatever they want. And he's like, dude, I've been robbed several times, bro. He's like, take it as a blessing. He's like, sometimes they'll leave behind a really cool knife. Did you catch that part? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Check my one. Uh, actually, one more, because I, I don't have it pulled up, but I'm going to pull it up real quick. We talked about it in the Discord last night and this morning. Do you know who PNB Rock is? I heard of him. So, I'm not too familiar with the, the music. He was at a Roscoe's. I don't even have to pull it up. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in Hollywood, I believe. Yes. Um, which is like one of the most popular, you know, tourist, mm -hmm. touristy ones. Yeah, I'm not even going to pull it up. They wanted his chains, shot him in the chest, took his chains and bounced. Yeah, bro. I mean, you know... And when you try to like psychoanalyze like the situation, some people they'll get into like, well, you know, you know, slavery and racism and, you know, systemic this and, you know, uh, just climate, you know, climate justice. And, you know, you and it's like and it's like, man, at what point are we going to really try to really fix the communities? And like, you know, I don't want to sound like a Bible thumper where it's like, man, with these kids, you know, I know maybe it could be it could be where like. Yeah, grandma was on my ass when you going to go to church, but the homies in the streets were calling, you know, and, yeah. and that we did what we had to do to survive. And like even like Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, he was a good dude, but he was from a certain environment. And at what point, at what point do you like stop using that shit as, as an excuse? Because a lot of these bad guys, they're terrorizing their neighbors yeah. in their community. Like there's most of the people that live in in you know south central compton fifth ward third ward name a community right most of the people they just trying to get by mind their business buy groceries go to work go to church get a side hustle raise the kids figure out inflation put gas in the car and you have a small minority of folks that go around terrorizing and you know that gang shit has been a problem but like some of these cats i don't even know if it's even gang affiliated, they're probably just crash dummies. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to, I'm kind of battling with myself of how it is that, because I'm not, I, I, w I mean, I w wasn't in church. I had to go to church when I was younger. But as I grew out of that, you know, stage where I didn't have to go because my parents made me go or my mom made me go, I guess the question is, where does your moral compass come from if you're not in church and if you don't have uh, a family unit? Like, I didn't really like live in church. Like all of my friends, my siblings, they're all very much churchgoers. And we also had our parents, which is our two big pluses. But for me, I was kind of in the middle. And yet the moral compass is there. Yeah, yeah of course. What? I'm not saying if you don't go to church, you're going to be a thief, oh, no, no, no. A thief and a thug. No, I'm saying actually saying yeah. that because I agree with you. You yeah. said, I'm not trying to sound like a Bible thumper. I don't want to either, but I rather side with everything you've ever said about attending church or finding whatever your community is that you need that is either a, a spiritual you know, community or congregation or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. My point is that is so much more beneficial than if you don't have a family unit and you aren't in church, right? Like where, where are your, what are the other alternatives? Some people out here thugging and they believe in God and they probably go to church. <laughs> so, you know, no, that's a very, that's a very good question. I guess the reason I always bring it up is because if you have, 
if you have this, uh, and I don't want to call it like this demon, but like if you have this culture of we twerking, we popping plan B's, mm-hmm. you know, we figuring out who we going to scam. Like there's no, there's no job opportunity. There's no like, there's no future. It's just how are we going to scam? Like, let's get this fake PPP loan. Mm. Let's fucking uh, do the credit card scam. Let's go rob these strippers. Let's go sell these fake drugs. Let's go rob somebody. Like, there's all these little schemes and plots that people do. And the reason I always bring up, like, like church and stuff like that is because it's like, if you're a 19-year-old female and you've been stripping for six months and you got this drug-dealing boyfriend, it's almost like, it's like, it's like a Hail Mary pass. It's like, what is going to make this 19-year-old girl snap out of it and figure out another way? Maybe she has a baby. She's like, how else? She's mm. like, I didn't do good in high school. I barely, I didn't graduate. I don't have a diploma and I don't have a GED. Either I'm going to shake my behind on the pole and make a couple hundred dollars. And, you know, hopefully the drug dealing boyfriend, he could bring in a couple hundred dollars and stay out of jail. And we could buy these diapers in this fucking Similac, which is in a shortage you know what expensive I'm saying? Expensive as hell. Expensive in the shortage in demand. And it's like, how, what? It, it's almost like it takes a miracle. It's almost like what is going to get that 19-year-old girl off the pole, away from the drug? Like, can you just imagine? It would literally take a miracle if, like, her boyfriend, like, almost got caught by the cops. He was praying, and now he's just feeling some type of way. Maybe his his, his best friend... He was supposed to go with his best friend. The best friend gets shot and killed. That could have been him. So he got a, he had a couple close calls. He's a little shook. Uh, maybe she feels dirty doing what she does. And deep down, she just, her morality, she has to make a choice. Like, but I got to make the money. Can you imagine if they turn their life around and just somehow, some way, it's like, yeah, we stay away from that. There's no more stripping and drug dealing and scamming and scheming. And we're trying to find an honest way. It's like, what could possibly do that? That is that is what I'm fascinated with, man, honestly, because I think there's a lot of people like myself who once you, maybe not now, but just, just even five years ago, if you were to try to beat down attending church and this is the way of, uh, of, a moral, of where the moral, your moral compass should be, and con- like the congregation or organized religion is like a scaffolding that will lead you in a direction of a of more prosperous life, I would probably be more... Uh, combative about that because I never, I didn't need that in in order to stay, you know, in a positive direction, but there's gotta be, something's gotta give, right? When I was in my early twenties and I was helping other content creators or creating other content, my, in my mind, I was like, okay, if I could reach people similar to me, 19, 20, 21, great. Right. But now as I'm going into my early thirties, I, if you're in your early thirties, like I am, you, you've pretty much made up your mind or you're going down the path that you're going to be going down. Now it's more so, okay, now the people that are 19 right now, they need a little bit of, where do I get my sense of direction from? I mean, bro, you're talking to a 43 year old who used to do the Manosas DVDs. <laughs> like, you know, I'm speaking from the perspective of like, it took 40 years and a pand- a global pandemic, government lockdowns, uh, having three ba- three three daughters, being married, and having just decades of trying shit my way, mm-hmm. right? And um, and I was never, I mean, I wasn't out there doing a whole bunch of bad shit, <laughs> not at all. But but still, it's kind of like, bro, you a, you a forty three year old father, 
Like, are you just going to be hands off and just let your kids go through life for decades and let them bump their head and figure it out? Or at least in my house, the little kids, when you wake up, because there's catchy uh, cartoons and shit like, I got the joy, 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 joy <laughs> down in my heart, down in my heart. You know, I got whatever, whatever. You got these like religious, biblical, churchy type songs in cartoon form. So the one-year-old, she don't know. She she got one hand up and she's dancing. I got the joy, joy, joy. But I just hope that like subconsciously that foundation is there. And uh, because eventually they're going to be out of your house. They might, I don't want them going to college because it's a scam. But let's just say they're just like young adults and they have a job or they live on their own or whatever. You just want to have as much of that foundation so that at least it's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they don't go around shooting people at Target. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> God damn it. Or like the, the mugshot. No, you're you right. right. You're absolutely right. That's I was going to say, and you basically summed it up with that. Something is eroding, you know, our culture in our minds. And I hate to say, I sound like a 60-year-old man already, but like, I'm a tech junkie. But tech has, for a lot of people, some people just can't handle certain things. A lot of the people on social media can't handle social media. They can't handle what it does to them. They can't handle what they see. They can't handle what they see in themselves from what's on social yep. media. Mm-hmm. And some people shouldn't be on it. Mm-hmm. And it's eroded. Like, over the course of a decade, from in 10 years, we are seeing, I mean, a scribe, I think, in the Discord was saying, like, this new wave of rapper, like, more people have died in the last decade in the rap game than ever did prior to that. And, like, what's, what's the main, you know, yeah. common denominator? I mean... I mean, look at the, the the mug shots you brought up. Like, if you're if you're going around on Facebook Live, shooting a whole bunch of people. Number one, what kind of mental health issues you have? Yeah. What drugs are you on? And who the fuck raised you? Mm-hmm. So you have to be super nihilistic, zero respect for life, and you probably don't believe in hell, heaven, God, morality. You're just so fucked up on drugs. It's almost like. When's the last time somebody gave you a hug? Like, it's almost like, like, who loves you? Like, who does that? Yeah. How do you, like, what mindset do you have to be in to be like, I'm going to go around shooting random people. Or I'm going to pick up that white jogger. And what did he do? He just killed him, threw him in the trunk, and that mm-hmm. was it? Mm-hmm. And threw him in a lake or a pond or something. Was there, like, rape involved or anything? Uh, I think I might have read sexual assault, but I'm not 100%. Like, who the fuck does that? You just got to be sick in the head. And um, obviously there's a lot of sick people and maybe not all the church in the world may not ever help them. Maybe they're just really the whole piece of their brain missing. Yeah. That's but, something people don't like to hear, but it, that could be the case too. You know, but it, it, but if that's not the case, it's almost like, okay, can I just see a snapshot of your life? That'd be interesting, right? Oh, like yeah. If you just took Ezekiel Kelly, the dude that went live on Facebook, like, okay, Man, can I just get a snapshot? I'm not a social worker, but can I just see? And they might be like, uh, Ezekiel was born, and you know he had both parents, and um, you know his grandma lived with them, and you know she would cook, and he his favorite food was pancakes, and he loves strawberries. He's allergic to peanuts now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and he went to this elementary, and he was actually pretty good at math. You know, like I'd love to see. What the fuck is the snapshot? Or he got into some fight. He got bullied in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. He got into some fights in seventh grade. He got suspended in eighth. He got expelled in ninth. He doesn't know how to read by junior year. Like these are all these. It, it's like it takes a village. It's yeah. like what community do you live in? What, what's your household like? If it's like, bro, they're way before, way below poverty line. 
He's had to steal to eat in the past. You know, his mom is a prostitute hooked on drugs. I don't know, but I'm curious what all had to have gone wrong. I feel like your your non-political podcast needs to be the big homies. <laughs> the big homies. Big homie shit. Yeah. And, OG talk. And not on the not on the I'm gonna preach to you kind of way, or I'm not not even I'm gonna be a motivational speaker to you like a Tony Robbins kind of something, but you know, the you say that all the time. Like pe- these people lack a big homie, right? You and anybody, you know, all your comedy buddies, your entertainment buddies, your, all the music, all the people, all the business people, you know, they probably had big homies. They probably had somebody that put him on the right. Or if they figured it out themselves, they found out that they could have benefited from having some kind of big homie around. So I'm just going to throw it out there because I just had that thought. Well, that's a good idea. We should write it down. Can, can you imagine if this Ezekiel Kelly, if somebody, a big homie, just somebody with some gray hair, 40 years old. Hey, hey, hey Zeke, let me holler at you, bro. Hey, man. Man, who, who? What you got going on? Oh, man, you know, I'm just out here, you know, I finessing, man, you know, trying to drip on these boys. Show them what it is. Okay, hey, man, you know, you know, these laws out here, bro, da 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 Something. Like, I see people hanging out in front of the stores and shit, mm-hmm. and it must be this, like, weird, like, imagination, like, almost like a fantasy type of thing where I, like, picture myself, like, walking into the store and just kind of hollering at them, yeah. like, on some <laughs> geopolitical shit, like, almost like on some, like, hey, guys, it's gonna get worse. Yeah. Like, look, pay attention to the price of the groceries. Like, have y'all heard about the energy crisis? Uh uh-uh, uh, what's that? Let me tell you, bro. Y'all remember the freeze and shit? This is why, you know, 27, 27% of our shit is renewables and you got these goofy ass turbines. Like, just some kind of game. Mm-hmm. So they could be like, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? As they're out there selling crack and shit <laughs> to where they could be like, you know, man, did the little essay. The little essay has said, bro, he had came up here and he told us about them bullshit ass turbines and the solar panels. And we're going to have a mama. We got to stock. We got to buy half a calf. <laughs> you know, I might save somebody. And but. explain it to him in a point in, 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 a, in, a, in a from a point of view where it's going to hurt their pockets. Right. The gas, the electricity, everything's going to go up in price if we're starting to rely on these renewables that we know are reliable and so on and so forth. Like, hey, mama, you're right. We're going to start paying more for gas. The church is going up. Or they might be like, wait, the cartel's over here now. Right. Like, it, it's like, hey man, you're in the drug, in the drug dealing business. It's about to get real iffy for you. You know, what I'm saying? just show them the, to, ri- the 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 risk board game and show them all the cartels moving into the their their territory. And they're like, nah, man, we got to build a wall. <laughs> all right, y'all, we out because I got a baby bladder. All y'all right, be safe. Peace out.